2: Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Saturday, December 23rd, one day away from Christmas Eve, one day away from the Jaguars, taking on the Buccaneers in Tampa. We've got bold predictions for you. Really appreciate you tuning in. Bold prediction number one. Trevor Lawrence suits up and plays in this one. Felt like a long shot as early as yesterday morning, or as recent as yesterday morning, I should say. Now it's looking likely that he's going to play. He practiced yesterday. Doug Peterson said that it's better than a coin flip chance in his mind that Trevor Lawrence plays on Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, they do have a talented secondary overall. There have been some injuries. Antoine Winfield, their star safety, he's questionable with a calf injury that popped up on Friday. Uh, The Bucks, like the Jags, they're all about stopping the run, right? Mike Caldwell comes from the Todd Bowles coaching tree. They like to stop the run and then have some fun, right? That's what they try to do. So I think Lawrence is able to have a big passing day despite not practicing a lot this week and dealing with the concussion after dealing with the high ankle after dealing with the MCL. I think Trevor Lawrence is able to go out there and pick up some yards in this one. The Bucs give up the second most yards through the air in the league, almost 270 yards per game. I think Trevor Lawrence is able to get 300 yards through the air in this one and have a big time passing day for the Jaguars and I think that means Calvin Ridley gets it going in a big way right I think that they're able to get his usage right move him around the formation get him the ball quick early and allow him to get into rhythm uh, he gets right in this one he gets 10 catches in this game for the Jacksonville Jaguars and part of that has to do with no Christian Kirk no Zay Jones in all likelihood So I do think you'll also see a lot of two and three tight end sets. If Britain strange is able to come back with the foot injury, he did practice this week. He's questionable for the game, but, If you have Brenton Strange, Luke Farrell, and obviously Evan Ingram, I think you're able to get into a lot of 12 and 13 personnel, big jumbo packages that the Jaguars like to run, that the Jaguars have been successful with. Um, and, And I think that each one of those tight ends, assuming Brenton Strange plays, is able to get at least two targets in this game. I think they target the tight ends early and often and are able to have some success in that regard. Looking at the defensive side of the ball for the Jaguars, I think Josh Allen finally gets the sack record for the Jaguars, the single-season sack record of... Fourteen and a half is currently held by Calais Campbell. He'll go against Tristan Wirfs for the most part in this contest. Tristan Wirfs is a very, very talented tackle, right? But he has not been quite as dominant on the left side this year as he had been on the right side to start his career. So I think Josh Allen and him going head-to-head, that's a great matchup overall. I think Josh Allen, though, is able to go get his one-and-a-half sacks that he needs in order to get that sack record. He's sitting at 13-and-a-half. One sack will tie the record. One and a half will break the record. I also think Trayvon Walker, who had a very strong week last week, continues that against Luke Gadecki, who I think he is just physically overmatch, overmatches Luke Gadecki in a big way. And Gadecki, he's given up pressures this year. He's given up sacks this year. I think that Trayvon Walker is able to just overpower him and out-athlete him a little bit. Um, and, and be able to create some pressure and go get a sack as well. On the next level of the defense, you look at Foye Luke, and Devin Lloyd. They did not perform at a particularly high level those two weeks against the Bengals and Browns, certainly Devin Lloyd, but I think you also saw Foye and having a busted coverage against the Browns. They played much better last week against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I think the Jaguars will be able to have more success this week again, assuming that they respect Baker Mayfield, respect this offense, run a little bit less man cover than they did in those contests against the Browns and the Bengals, and, and play a little bit more like they did against Lamar Jackson. Right? Um, obviously, Baker Mayfield not the athlete that Lamar Jackson is, but Baker can get the job done at a high level if you uh, if you give him static looks, if you play a lot of man coverage, he can get it done with these receivers. So predominantly zone looks from the Jaguars, and I think that Foye Lewin and Devin Lloyd can play really well in this game. Speaking of Foyer-Lewick, and he is one tackle behind the NFL tackle leader. If he's able to lead the league in tackles this year, he'll do it for the third straight year. And that means he is one of only two players to be able to do that. Jesse Tuggle did it in the 90s for the Atlanta Falcons. Coincidentally, Foyer-Lewick's former team. But I think Foyer is able to rack up a ton of tackles in this one. I think the Buccaneers hit Rashad White a lot out of the backfield. Foyer goes and gets tackles. Um, and I think that after this week, he will be once again on top in the league in tackles. So that's another bold prediction for you. You're hoping to get Andre Sisco and Tyson Campbell back. Looks like they're probably going to be able to suit up for this one. I'm calling for one of those guys to get Baker on a house call. Uh, Tyson Campbell has not had his best year so far. He's dealt with injuries quite a lot when he has been out there, hasn't quite looked himself again. I think dealing with the effects of those injuries, I hope that he's fully healthy for this one. And I think if he is, he's able to bait Baker Mayfield. Maybe maybe Mayfield tries to hit a whole shot and cover two. Tyson Campbell goes and gets it, returns it to the house. I think one of Tyson Campbell or Andre Sisco gets a house call in this one. And then looking at special teams, Jamal Agnew, he was Special on special teams last week for the Jaguars um, in their return game. Logan Cook did his thing as well. The coverage units performed. I think you're going to see all that this week, and I think you're going to see Brandon McManus get back on track. Cloudy 75-degree day in Tampa for this one tomorrow. Maybe a little wind, not too much, though. I think the Jaguars go in their three-game losing streak. They win 23 to 20 keep their division lead, at least stay tied for the division lead. Obviously the Colts and Texans are going to be trying to win football games this weekend as well, but that'll do it. Jaguars win 23-20. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out genjag.com shop. Pick up some new Duval gear like the hat I'm wearing right now. Y'all have a good one.